This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guests today are as comfortable behind a microphone as they are maybe walking a pack of dogs or wrangling a few cats who need meds. Yikes. They are giving a voice to professional pet sitters as the host of a popular podcast. It's called Pet Sitter Confessional. Please welcome to our show, Megan and Colin Funkhauser. Welcome, everybody. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. All right, listeners. Do you want the inside scoop on what it's like to be a pet sitter? What are some things they have to walk in that door and find? Well, Colin and Megan are going to share. They're going to dish it out right after we take this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hey, pet pals. Arden Moore here. Itch, scratch, rub. Two, repeat. Does that sound like what's happening to your pet? Help is here. Zymox skin and ear care products can help calm and soothe your pet's angry skin or red infected ears. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for these conditions. For that itchy pet, Zymox shampoo and leave-on conditioner combines a special blend of ingredients to help moisturize, hydrate, and provide soothing relief. For those hard-to-treat areas like body folds or the paws, easy-to-use Zymox topical cream and spray are great options. And for those nasty ears, Zymox ear solution is awesome. And you don't even have to pre-clean the painful ear. No pre-cleaning? Hooray! All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts. Just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores, and online. Hey, you can save 20% off any Zymox or Oratine product on Zymox.com by using the code ARDEN20 at checkout. That's ARDEN20. Visit Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X.com. More great news. You now can also save 20% off any Zymox ear or skin product on the exclusive deals page on FearFreeHappyHomes.com. Pause up. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. 
Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our guests today are a pet power couple, Megan and Colin Funkhauser. They team up to operate a very successful professional pet sitting business in Missouri and to host a podcast. It's called Pet Sitter Confessional. And I love the motto, a podcast exploring the life of a pet sitter. Well, actually pet sitters. Now, both Megan and Colin Funkhauser, you two came into the world of pet industry in a very unusual, not a direct path. Uh, I want you to confess <laughs> how and share with our listeners what master's degrees you were both pursuing in college and uh, what you thought you were going to be once you had those diplomas in your hands, because that's not happening right now. And that's nope. not a cut down. That's just life happens. So confess up, fess up. We'll start with Megan. <laughs> Megan, you both are very smart people, but what is your master's degree? My master's degree is in environmental toxicology from Texas Tech. Yeah. That sounds really pet-like there. Environmental <laughs> yeah, toxicology. Well, I mean, some people have pet snails and I was in charge of killing them. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, the only environmental toxicology I can think of in the pet industry is called it's in the litter box or in your backyard. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this can be pretty bad. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so environmental toxicology. Great. Colin, what is your major? What was your master's? Well, yeah, my master's is in natural resource management and uh, specifically with uh, aquatic organisms. Like snails. Like snails. We did a lot of work on snails together. So we had... <laughs> yeah, the, the running joke was I was in charge of killing them and he was in charge of keeping them alive and propagating them. So and that's the balance we had in our marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, did you meet over a fishbowl? How did you two come to get to know each other? Because you're in two different fields, but both in science. Yes. Yeah. So we actually met while sorting dirt and detritus from a river under a microscope. Yep. At Missouri State, we were there for our undergrad. Uh, I had volunteered to do some work for the professor doing research. And I came in and uh, worked for like 13 minutes and left. And Megan was like, man, that guy's annoying. He's never going to last long. Because <laughs> <laughs> Megan was like actively working, like slaving away over sorting bugs and detritus and stuff. And I buzzed in and flew out. And she was like, oh, man, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't sound like a, you were off on the right clod of dirt. I mean, what 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 made it all sudden shift gears? We just started uh, hanging out more. I was helping him study for the GRE, which is the big test that you need to get a master's degree. And he was my comic relief. I, he's very funny and he would just tell jokes while we were trying to help him study and it just kind of blossomed from there. Yeah. We just kept coming right, bouncing back into one another and hanging out more and more. All right. So, I mean, two master's degrees, you were on the path to be in these fields. You had to pay for college and eat. So tell us what you were doing to pay the bills while you were pursuing your master's. Well, we had taken a financial course and were terrified of, of debt, needed to make some money, and we challenged each other to come up with something that we could do. So we kind of went off in our own respective corners and to come up with a side gig. I came up with the idea to have an aquarium cleaning and maintenance business. And Megan had an idea to do pet sitting and dog walking. And I won't tell you which one was more successful, but um, we only do one of those these days. <laughs> Well, glug, glug. Um, I don't know in Missouri if there's a lot of folks with aquariums that are really needing um, your talents to scrub a tank, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, I didn't really 
fully understand what it would entail. I could only come up with like doctors and dentist office as potential clients. So it really wasn't big <laughs> mass market. Uh, pet sitting uh, just clicked a lot better for us and where we were. Nice job, Megan. Nice job. So <laughs> what you. made you say, because it is kind of, we can love dogs, we can love cats and other companion animals, but you're walking into somebody's house and you don't know how that dog or cat is actually going to be when you have the keys in your hand to feed them, right? Yeah. I mean, that's true. That's why we do, we always do meet and greets beforehand so we can gauge the status of the dog or the cat and how that they're, how they're going to interact with us, you know, when it's just us, they may act one way when the owner is there and a different way when it's just us there. And so that's why we always try to get to know them as much as possible before we care for them. Okay. So what's the name of your pet sitting business? Where are you? Cause it's a very small town in Missouri. Yes. So our business is Funky Bunch Pet Care and we are in Sedalia, Missouri and also in Springfield, Missouri. Okay. I wonder where you got the funky from, uh, Megan Funkhauser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, who, who, who knows? We may never find out. Well, we wanted something that was different. We, mm. you know, it clicks with our name. It, it's memorable. Mm -hmm. We didn't just want something generic that everybody has. And so Funky Bunch just kind of came about and it's, yeah, it's good. It has a little bit of personality to it. So yeah. did you both grow up with pets? I know we're going to do a shout out right now to Kobe. Kobe is your dog. Is that a dachshund? Yes, he is almost 14. Wow. And he is wonderful. Yeah, we got him from a, a, a rescue in Lubbock, Texas when we were there. Dusty Puddles Dachshund Rescue. Uh, the owner of there. It's called that. Of yeah. course, yeah. The, uh, the owner actually was working for the railroad and he was suffering from glaucoma and diabetes and had considered ending his own life. Oh. Uh, and but he looked around and he had this dachshund and that dachshund kind of gave him a purpose to live. And so he has since rededicated the rest of his, his life to help them survive and give them a second chance. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. What's his personality like, Kobe? I know he's moving kind of slow at 14, but that's a long train. Those dachshunds yeah. have that long train. He is the most docile dachshund that we have ever met. We got him when he was four mm -hmm. and we went to actually look at a different dog and they're, you know, they're, it's a dachshund rescue. So they're all dachshunds and we walk in and all of them are just going crazy and barking and jumping, you know, how dachshunds do. And he's the first one on the right and he's just sitting there. He's not barking. He's just kind of taking in the atmosphere and we a chill dachshund a, wow. like the yeah. most chill dachshund ever and uh, we have two we have two kids and he's the gentlest around them he tolerates so much he's almost like a lab how much he puts up mm -hmm. with them and has just been really laid back and you know yeah slow moving but just laid back well and actually he's a really good temperament test dog for our meet and greets when they come over to our house like you just said he puts up with a lot and so he can tell us if this dog is going to be a good fit for our home environment <laughs> yeah <laughs> good good well we do need to do a shout out to your two children uh, they probably don't care but would you like to do a shout out to them yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, two kids. Our daughter's Lillian. Hi, sweetheart. And Noah. And they're young still. They're not going for a master's right now, right? No, they're four and six years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you had the pet sitting business. It was helping pay some bills and all of a sudden you found a microphone. So tell us, how did you transition to create this podcast called Pet Sitter Confessional? 
Colin has been listening to podcasts for over a decade, yeah. and I think you have like 200 in your queue or something. Or more. It's it's, it's, <laughs> rid it's ridiculous. And so one of the podcasts that he was listening to one day talked about how to start your own podcast and what that would look like. And so he just jotted down some notes in a notebook of possible ideas. And uh, one of them was a science podcast, mm -hmm. which hopefully will get off the ground one day. Yeah. Um, and okay. another one was a pet sitting podcast. And you know, he tried to think of things that are in our wheelhouse that would be interesting for people to listen to. And he had written down like the first 12 or 13 episode titles of potential topics that to we could cover. Yeah, topics yeah. that we could cover. And he presented it to me. And I'm a very type A kind of controlling <laughs> personality. And I'm, I'm a go getter. And I'm just like, let's do this. We have science backgrounds. We weren't very creative people. Right. That wasn't something that we you know we're not artists we're not we're just data-minded numbers people yeah and so he came with this and i said let's do it so we just decided let's do it i was pretty shocked but it's been a lot of fun and it was i think mostly it was because i could show her what it was and it was something creative that we in fun that we could do together i think that was a really right. important aspect so when did that, you yeah. launch when did pet sitter confessional launch august 2019. okay so pre-covid so you were humming along and everybody, there there are uh, different types of organizations for pet sitters that they can become members. The big ones are National Association of Professional Pet Sitters, Pet Sitter International, there's Rover, there's WAG, there's a bunch. People may think like you, you were college students and you were doing gigs as pet sitters, but there's a lot of work involved, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. There, it's a lot. And I think that's something that most people don't understand is that the life of a pet sitter is pretty stressful. It can be you know, very lonely. You're getting up sometimes before daybreak to go start doing drop-ins, to do walks with dogs, and especially with people who are on vacation. Your middays are absolutely packed as you're filling in with people who need you to check on their dog while they're at work or cover a Zoom call. Yeah, because so dogs do not have strong Kegel capabilities, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, they, especially older dogs or dogs with medications or, or puppies. Puppies, yeah. separation anxiety is a big thing. And then they're working well into late at night to do those last visits before they get up and do it again. And it's a it's really a passion industry. It's a it's a service industry, but it's filled with really passionate people who are loving pets and sacrificing portions of their life so that these pets can lead better ones. And we really wanted to help people get connected and share those stories and realize that they're not alone because it feels really lonely sometimes. Like you're the oh, only yeah. one doing this. But it's a transition for both of you because you were more comfortable in labs and being solitary, looking at, I don't know, amoebas or something, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. clods, no one's yeah. really bothering you. So this is a 180 shift, especially for you, Megan. So what's your thought about how you made that transition? Because your day is filled with nothing but must do's. Yeah. Well, I think it plays into my strengths because I am very type A. I, I love having a to-do list and I know that I'm going to, you know, walk four dogs today and, you know, house sit and do some daycare as well and the podcast and it's all... Um, You're never bored, are you? No, no. <laughs> well, especially now with the kids, they're able to help out and, and do some drop-ins, you know, if the client approves that the kids can yeah. come over. And so it's all very fun because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be able to check everything off my list and do it the next day. <laughs> but I, I enjoy that. 
What about you, Colin? Yeah, I mean, stepping out to do a podcast that's very public, that's not just kind of cloistered in our own private lives. You know, we, we tend to be more private people. It was it was a stretch for me. I enjoy speaking and, and presenting and talking, but this was very much something of putting something out there for other people to judge, to see. For the world. For the world, to, to, <laughs> to learn from, to experience along with us. And I think what helped me get over some of those insecurities was really letting people know, like, we aren't experts. We aren't coaches. We're learning along with you. We're growing along with you. I like that. That's a good format. Yeah. When I'm doing, when we're doing the interviews with people, it's like we are learning too. It's not like it's a, a one-sided conversation. It's it's definitely both ways. And I think that's helped me get more comfortable doing the podcast and not being afraid to put out information and to put out episodes because it's it's we're sharing things that we're learning and sharing our struggles too. And I, I think that's really helped me get over that. Hey, everybody, we're speaking with Megan and Colin Funkhauser. They are the voices of Pet Sitter Confessional. And we're going to dive in after this commercial break and get some fun topics. What is life like? The ins and outs of being a pet sitter right after we take this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, Pet Pals, Arden Moore here with some great news. When you plan to travel with your pup or treat them to fun times outdoors, our friends at Carlson Pet Products have Mutt's Have Products. Carlson Pet Products offers an array of pet pens. They're lightweight, foldable, and tucked nicely in a carry bag for storage. You can also add an attachable canopy to create a shaded outdoor oasis for your dog. Nice. So dash over to carlsonpetproducts.com today and pick the perfect pet pen for your canine pal. Get 25% off your order plus free shipping using the promo code PETLIFE at carlsonpetproducts.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Margaret Cho. I'm with Arden Moore on the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. So please listen. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to O Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I got my two BFFs now in the house. We're talking <laughs> Megan and Colin Funkhauser. They operate Funky Bunch Pet Care in Missouri, but they're gaining a notice on the airways for being the host of Pet Sitter Confessional. Now, to be a pet sitter, I know you have to have a to-do list. You have to be organized. You better know cats. You better know dogs. You better know toads and bearded dragons. I feel like I'm doing a thing from, oh my, you know, <laughs> but you also need to know the business side of it. You need to know all these things. So pet sitter confessional, how often does the show air? Um, so it's twice a week on Mondays and Wednesdays. And before the pandemic, we were doing once a week. Mm -hmm. And then once the pandemic started, we realized that pet sitters were needing more. They were need needing community. Yeah, they were needing community. They were needing to hear from other pet sitters that were going through the same thing. You know, everybody's businesses basically shut down within a 72 hour period. They were getting cancellations left and right from daily dog walks, people that were staying home or 
people who weren't vacationing anymore and canceling their trips. And so we upped it to three episodes, sometimes four wow. episodes a week. It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it was great though. It was hearing what people were going through in real time, what they were experiencing, just really brought a sense of togetherness during it. Well, let's talk about some of your favorite guests and topics. We want everybody to go to petsitterconfessional.com after our show, but you've had some uh, leaders in the NAPS and PSA folks. You've had people that know the difference between an IC and a full-time employee. I don't want to get dragged down into all this, but let's share some of your favorite. I know Heather Branch has been one of your guests and she's out in California and she's a very successful business of the year pet sitter. And then you also have uh, a gal that you, you seem to use a lot. Now I'm going to blow it in uh, Natasha O'Banion, right? Yeah. Yes. So let's talk about each one. You pick one who wants Heather for 200. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take, you know what, what I, what I love about uh, Heather is that she really has a passion for raising the awareness and profile of the, the pet sitting industry. Mm -hmm. and helping people understand. So she she can talk not just to, to pet sitters to encourage them, but also to the general public, the lay right. people, right? right. About what the industry is, some behind the scenes stuff, um, why they should use a pet sitter. And she's been a really good and positive advocate for that. And I, I think that's was you know, really important to have her on to share some of that too and help encourage other pet sitters to do the same, to help them, you know, encourage them to, to lend their voices to raising the industry. Because again, we tend to be very private people um, and pet sitters tend to not go out in public speak or engage or promote. Right. And I, I think, you know, when we were talking with her, she got across the point of, no, you need to be out advocating for your business and advocating for the industry. Because when we're all doing that, it's, it, it, we're helping everybody. That sounds good. Now, Natasha O'Banion, I don't know her, but she's been a frequent guest on your show. Megan, what's her superpowers? Um, her superpower, <laughs> she has got a lot of them, but one is taking a business and transforming it. Well, I know she uh, she did something about called bootstrapping your business. That was episode 206. Not that I just thought of that. I just saw that. No, but I mean, so she's teaching you kind of how to get organized, right? Because it's a yeah. business. Yeah. So her wheelhouse is automation and okay. she has taken a bus her business into multiple states and worked it remotely and really kind of been a powerhouse in the industry because she knows the ins and outs of how to properly automate and grow and scale a business. So confess, you have to have some weird, weird requests from clients in their quest for you to care for their pets when they're not home. So what are some of the weird ones you personally have had to field and maybe others on your show have, have shared? Because I think there's a book waiting to be happening right there. <laughs> and I think it could be called Pet Sitter Confessional. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I think early on when we first started, we weren't called Funky Bunch. That was a name that we came up with later. We were actually called, since it was Megan's thing, we were called Dog Sitting with a Woman's Touch. Oh. And I'm glad got... you're secure in your manhood there, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It, you know, whatever. We're <laughs> absolutely. But it wasn't the most appropriate name. That's because... a long name, too. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's long. And we got a couple requests that were very inappropriate yeah. in asking, are dogs the only thing you'll touch or things yeah. along <laughs> those lines? And 
how open is your marriage, Megan and Colin? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> you know, the show's called <laughs> Oh Behave, but I don't know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> really? So, really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was pretty. Uh, well, it's probably because it was 2012. We were advertising on Craigslist and it was kind of the time when Craigslist was really going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some of those requests. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's good. What about, I mean, we love our pets and I think during COVID they really stepped it up for us to keep us sane and smiling. What are some odd requests you may get as far as how to walk a dog, how to feed a cat or whatever? What's some of the things you're just like, Hmm, interesting. Oh gosh. As you pause, I can give you an example. Okay. One of my friends who's a pet sitter had to sit on the left edge of the bed in the bedroom facing forward after placing the bowl for the cat by the pillow, not looking at the cat, looking straight <laughs> ahead. And when they thought they heard the kitty finally finish, only then were they allowed to turn their head and reach for the bowl that's empty and take it. Because wow. you guys don't know. You guys could have cameras everywhere, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, that that's a big that that's a big thing of you never know when you're going to be watched. And we assume we're on video all the time. I will say that kind of the two requests that have increased are, are yes, around food preparation. That is a big one of okay. microwave for exactly 30 seconds. No more, no less. Remove okay. immediately and place in the food bowl. Stir and place in. And we're you know, we have this client where it's then kind of kind of the same way of we must now you know, leave the dog to eat by themselves and then approach them later. And then one that's been increasing of requests or people who don't want their dog left alone at all, like yeah. wanting full 24 hour care while I know you're a scientist, but have you learned to clone yourself? No, <laughs> no. Not, not yet. No, but we've learned to say no that really is, effectively. That is huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or people who say, you know, I've got to work. Can you come and I'll give you the keys to the house whenever I leave? And, and can can you stay and watch my cat while I'm at work? Yeah. And then I'll, when I come back, you know, you'll give me the keys and we'll we'll switch. And they wanted to do that every weekend for like the foreseeable future. They just did not want their cat left alone at all. And like, we couldn't leave, we couldn't go wow. anywhere. And it was like, that's not something we offer. And yeah, we're, not, no. not, we're not able to do that. No. <laughs> Megan, do you have any others you can think of that are pretty odd requests? I mean, sometimes we love our pets so much, we don't realize that you guys have a life. I mean, you're parents and you have a dog too, and you have other clients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think just the the cat that we had gotten a few weeks back. And then there was another lady who wanted, she was traveling three days a week, every single week and wanted us to house sit for her. And that's not an odd request because we do provide house sitting. But that's just, again, something that we're not able to do because we have kids. We can't commit to being away every single week for three nights a week. And there are a lot of pet sitters out there who are willing to do that. They're single. They don't have any kids or other pets. Right. And they're basically live in nannies. And that's an awesome service that they can provide. And they, yeah. they charge a lot for it. And it's worth it. But that's just not something that we can do. Okay. Now that brings to this question. There are different types of pet sitters that bring different types of services. So what are some tips that you've learned by being on the show and being pet sitters that you can tactfully, gently suggest to people looking for pet sitters? What really are good qualities to look for in a pet sitter? And when have you kind of over crossed the line? I think early on, we crossed the line a lot. <laughs> During the holidays in 2013, I think, we were at, I think, like 
10 or 12 different houses. And yeah. a lot of those were drop-ins. We were each wow. house sitting a different house, but we were just rotating. And we only had one car at the time. And I had the car oh traveling around the city. He was on a bicycle. Yep. And <laughs> in Missouri in the holidays, it's probably cold. Well, this was actually in Texas oh, when, we were, when we were in Texas at grad school. Yeah. But we, we just, we didn't know how to say no in the beginning. And okay. that's, There's you a know, good point. Yeah, you, you don't know what you don't know. And we just had to learn for ourselves what our boundaries were for our business for especially once we had kids, we had to really say no hard. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, qualities as far as, as looking for a pet sitter or, or being a pet sitter, what would you say? Both. I mean, I'm listening to this show. It's called Pet Sitter Confessional. It's the holidays. I'm getting ready to hire a pet sitter. What are some things that are like, no, don't hire this one? Or oh, yes, I, <laughs> hire this one. For us, it's always going to be how does the person communicate to you? Because that is, while we are taking care of pets, we're actually professional communicators about how there pets are go. doing, about how services are going, sending updates, sending updates about the process. You know, if you feel like during the onboarding process, you don't know what's going on, imagine now you're eight hours away over yeah. Christmas and you have no idea what's going on back home. Is that going to make you feel comfortable? So you want a pet sitter that's going to give you a text, photos, or whatever, but things like that. So you can be in the loop of how your pets are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the other way, meet and greets, what makes you both say, yeah, we want this person to be our client or head for the hills, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. And that, that kind of depends on the service. So, you know, if we're doing a, a walk or if we're doing drop-ins, you know, obviously it's, do we think during the meet and greet, we can assess whether this dog will be okay with us being in the house yes. by themselves? That's, right. that's first and foremost. How is this dog reacting to us while the owner's there? And we've had some dogs who were straight up just like very outwardly aggressive towards us and very uncomfortable that we were in the home. Well, especially with you being a very tall, I'm a tall guy yeah. and many dogs have, you know, issues with tall guys. So, so it's, so what am, do you do? I what are a couple of tips? How do you tone down the dog? Well, so for me, it's, I get low and mm -hmm. I stop focusing on the dog and I only talk to the owner. And okay. if, and if I have treats, I ask, can I give treats? And I'm throwing treats over to the dog <laughs> or I ask the owner to go and get treats. And so while I'm talking and conversing with the owner, I am talk, you know, tossing treats over to them. You know, one recent one was we got a new client and she's an overnight nurse. And so she needs her dog let out kind of late in the evening. And this is okay. a chow who had actually suffered some, uh, he had witnessed an abusive relationship for many years and men were not his friend. And when we came in, she cracked the door open and said, look at me in the eyes, don't look at him and we'll be fine. Wow. And it, it was a long process. And basically that entire meet and greet, I did not interact with him. I only interacted with her to show that positive experience. And then each time that I came over, I got into a, a rhythm and a routine. And now I'm to the point now where I jingle the keys twice and I sing a little song to let him know that it's me before I open the door. And it's, so it's finding these things of getting nice. a routine. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Be what's your song? Hey, Mr. <laughs> Chow Chow, don't be an owl. Ow. It's, it's, I'm it's, coming it's, in now, now. No, <laughs> close. It's, uh, it's, hey there, T-Bone. Hey there, T-Bone. <laughs> and it's, it's figuring out, you know, is this something I can work with? And if not, you know, uh, if somebody's just needing us for a holiday, um, we may say, you know, well, let's do a few drop-ins right. and build up to that. Okay. because you don't want to be traveling and this goes south. So let's build up a routine. Let's get comfortable with each other and go from there. 
I love your singing. Uh, American Idol will be calling you. <laughs> Megan, what's uh, a nice little strategy tactic you've used to win over a dog, cat, Godzilla, the lizard? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so we provide boarding and daycare. And uh, since the pandemic puppies have come about, there's been a lot of separation anxiety. Yeah. And we've uh, had to deal with that when we have dogs over here. And so a lot of times if they are a little anxious or pacing a little bit, we will um, wrap a leash around ourselves and kind of tether the dog to us. And that really helps to associate positive things with the dog as in I am walking around. This is just, we're just living life right now. We're going yeah. go to go make some dinner and the dog feels more comfortable when Good. it's around us. Yeah. All right. We're wrapping this up, but I wanted to ask you, what's your uh, goals for 2022 with both Pet Sitter Confessional, the show? Who's somebody you really want to get? Or don't say it in case you can't get it, but you know, <laughs> I think Oprah might be hard yeah. to reach. She, she might be busy. <laughs> what, what's kind of, what's the game plan for, for the first quarter of 2022 for Colin and Megan? Well, we just hired our first two employees for Funky Bunch. Wow, um, good. So thank you. Yeah, um, we're really excited about that and getting more clients and daily daily dog walks. I'm really hoping that those kind of get back to normal, you know, after the pandemic is kind of crushed those, but hopefully we can really drum up some of those for our employees. Yeah. And then for the podcast, we hope to be able to do a, a live in-person recording with with the people, go to a meetup with some listeners somewhere in the country to just do a show with them to, to bring that community together of listeners in that area. Um, that's something that I've kind of wanted to do for a little while now. Uh, yeah. 2020, I was interested in it. And obviously, for reasons, uh, yeah. that didn't happen. But um, I think that's a goal that I have for next year is to do a, a live recording with a group of people somewhere. All right. That sounds good. We're going to keep our paws crossed that both of those things happen. Hey, everybody, we're speaking with Megan and Colin Funkhauser. They are the voices of Pet Sitter Confessional, and they also operate the Funky Bunch Pet Care business in Missouri. Do your little URLs right now, guys. Here's your time. Okay. Um, well, if you'd like to get connected with us, we are on Facebook or Instagram at Pet Sitter Confessional. And if you'd like to listen to the podcast, you can do so wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you're listening to this right now or at petsitterconfessional.com slash listen. And if you're needing pet care services in Central ah! Missouri, Sedalia, or Springfield, you can go to funkybunchpetcare.com. There, they did that really well. Hey, everybody, at this time, I want to do a big salute to my producer. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network on the planet. Of course, I'm speaking of Mark Winter, and I call him the surgeon of sound. What do you guys think? The Wizard of Paws. Yeah, yes, great. there you go. <laughs> and humbly, my show has been on the air since 07, which makes it the longest continuously running pet podcast on the planet. And That's I awesome. owe that all to Mark, my radio husband. We're both married <laughs> to separate people, but he is my radio. He's on the airway. He's my radio husband. I also hope you guys would check me out at ardenmore.com. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. 
every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.